Hello. Hello, Marilyn. Hi, Dan. How are you? You're a soldier. Yeah, not feeling uh, the best. Tell me all about it. I mean, it's a cold. It's a cold. It's a real bad cold. It's like it's a bad w- cold. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like I haven't had one for a very long time. I, maybe a year. Maybe more. I've managed to avoid most of the ones that my kids have brought home. My wife has gotten almost all of them. One kid oh. brings it home. Everyone gets it except me. Sounds like a head cold. Yeah, and I've often yeah. read that when you don't have a cold for a while, when you do get one, that it's especially bad. So maybe that's true. Uh, but it, it sucks. And we spent a week, a full seven days, Sunday to Sunday in, uh, in the great state of Florida, which is where I got the cold. So, Uh and and it was like, it it held out like when we were at Kennedy space center on Thursday, like I felt it starting and somehow like my body held it off Mm -hmm. knowing that I had to do all this stuff, you know, for my kids and everything else. And like the day that we got back, like that afternoon, as soon as I relaxed or allowed myself to relax, like it hit like a freaking tr- freight train. Get thee behind me, Satan, you say. I know. Just let me get through this. Yes. I liked your, uh, what was that you put on the Instagram? It was like a, like a space shuttle tip. Yes. Uh, was, it was, Apollo? The, was it an Apollo? Uh, that, that I posted, that was, I would need to look and see which I'm going to, I'll do that now. But yeah, that was uh, one of the Apollo, uh, capsules one that that they would that you know splashed down and was recovered but i have to tell you i have not been to kennedy space center since i was probably i mean i remember vividly going when i was about 10 and i think i went once as a young adult during college time it has changed so much you really you can spend a full day there and if you're even slightly into space stuff uh, it's, it's great, great fun for, uh, for people of all ages. And they have an exhibit there all about the shuttle Atlantis where, um, where you can do some really cool hands-on stuff that was really, really fun. The kids love that. And they've got a Saturn V rocket there, which is just the, that's, the, the I saw one of those at air and space. It oh is yeah. Huge. Gosh, it's so crazy. Big. It's just crazy. Um, uh, what an amazing time. It really was, and and the idea that like we built this stuff and it works, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's it's mind blowing. Uh, but we had a really good time, uh, and um, you know, got we went to South Florida. Flew, you know, we did one of those things that I'm not usually a fan of because I feel like it's it's uh, frowned upon. Hmm. But where you fly into one airport and then drive and then leave from another airport, I don't. Ooh, uh, yeah, ooh, it feels like bad luck. Yeah, something wrong about that. There's something not mm-hmm. right about that. But we flew into Fort Lauderdale and then rented a car, and then uh, so we stayed with my mom in South Florida and then visited my wife's family in Central Florida after that, and then left from or the Orlando airport. And uh, I'll tell <sighs> you what, week, a week in Florida. Oh my God, dude! Please don't uh. make me relive it. Um, Isn't it? It's crazy. It's so bad. Does it feel different there? Yeah. There's like a whole different thing going uh, on. There. No, no, none of my family, my wife, nobody listens to any of my shows. So I really can say whatever I want. I just okay. don't, I just don't like it. I mean, it's for, for some people, listen, everybody's different, Merlin. Yes. Everybody likes their own great. thing and that's fine. Yes. I'm not saying Florida is horrible i'm saying for me it's horrible for me i don't i don't like it and don't don't want to be there but everyone else if you like it if you live there and it's yes. like the best thing 
I'm ha- I'm so happy for you that you like it. Um, yes. It's just not for me. It kind of feels like an alternate universe. Yeah, it feels yes. like there was a, a fork in the road at some point, <laughs> and then Florida yes. went off the road. Yes. It didn't even pick a fork. It just, <laughs> right. it just kind of wandered into the woods. We don't want to go left. We don't want to go right. We're just gonna we're going red hat. Right. I went to Dave and Buster's. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, there was, um, you know, I I feel like. Did you see a lot of MAGA hats? uh, No, no, I didn't. Uh, Hmm. I didn't see. I I mean, besides the the ones that I distributed to my family for safety. Yeah. uh, No. Um, It's called passing strange. You want to be able to fit in with the natives, (laughs) right? Right. You 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 get their garb. You wear jorts. (laughs) Right. To go out to eat, yes, you gotta get some jean shorts, which are called jorts, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you get in your car. Maybe maybe you have a pennant for a sports team flying out the window, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not not the Eagles. No, mm-hmm. there was a guy in an Eagles jersey and MCO, which was uh, that was fine. That's Orlando. Yeah, I was leaving at that point, so everything everything was like the sun was shining and everything was mm-hmm. great. It's like I was, you know. Being, uh, Dan, Dan Benjamin, so I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. I, this is totally self-reporting, anecdotal, whatever. Yeah. I have not accounted for age. I have not accounted for anything. But I'm just here to tell you, I lived in the state of Florida, the great state of Florida. Uh-huh. A lot of people call it the Sunshine State. Yes. I lived in Florida uh, from 1979 yeah. to 1999. Felt like more than twenty years. Felt like three lifetimes. But <laughs> well, every year is seven human years. Every year oh, you I spend see, the in The first Florida. year is like first year is fifteen, right? And then you, it depends on the size of the animal. <laughs> that's correct. Uh-huh. I think that's how that works. There's a website. They got a robot wizard to walk you through it. <laughs> yeah. What is your life like if you lived in Florida? You'd be like freaking Nebuchadnezzar, nine sixty nine. Uh, nice. The shining, uh, the shining star of Florida is still Publix, though. It, I went to like two oh, or three God, different so ones. So, so nice! Clean. It was so nice. And Did you get a sandwich? I, uh, no, yeah, no, because you no, don't do the wheat. No, but we got uh, the Publix brand almond butter, mm. uh, and it was so good. I was just You're telling me they continue to evolve to this day. Yeah, they have everything. And and I, I we got a, one of their rotisserie chickens at one point. It was great. Oh, that's a good chicken. That's a good chicken. They have everything there. I went, I said, you know what? I need some Advil. There it was, right there. Oh, Advil. and some tarot chips right there on the shelf. Got it all right there. Everything was there. Dan, I'm not a scientist, <laughs> but I lived in the great state of Florida. Some people call it the Sunshine State. That's right. I lived in the great state of Florida most of the time for 20 years. Right. And Feels I like 20 years. To, I used to get colds like a doorknob in a wet sweater. I was forever getting a cold. I was, I was ill a lot. And then I moved to this this dank hellscape in which I live now. Okay, so I've told you this before. Somebody explained this to me. I now do have allergies and sinus things, but knock on everything. And knock on this table I stole from a college in Sarasota. I very rarely get sick now. I don't know. what. Maybe it's just because I saw more people. I don't know what it is. There's got to be a reason, but I just don't get sick like I used to, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't know either. I very, very, I mean, again, not Story checks word, right, out, but, though, buddy. You don't get sick that much when you're in ATX. No, I really don't. I you used drop to, into MCO, and pretty soon you're, you're a sick boy. <laughs> Dude, I was there. For, I was. I would looked up the gestation period of the common cold, uh-huh. and uh, it said 24 to 72 hours, which I believe is three days. That's three days. Well, three days in the rest of the United States. That's like five years in Florida. Right. But that means that like basically the from the time I landed, I was sick. 
without knowing it. Like I contracted the cold immediately upon landing and then it took a few days to actually start Could showing Could you feel symptoms. it coming? Could you feel like weird taste in your mouth and stuff like that? Well, that's normal for visiting Florida anyway, but yes, mm. I could. <laughs> I, it's hard to know. You know, it's hard to know. If you ever woken up in the morning, you're like, wow, my throat feels a little irritated. Is it, is it, was it post-nasal drip? Is it allergies or is it a cold? That's the same thing I feel anytime I'm in Florida. Is that right? Yeah. I feel like I'm also, well, you know, we're 381 episodes in, so I'm repeating my stories. But the, the other thing is that I, uh, I think, I think I'm also getting more susceptible to environmental things because of all the things that are terrible. Oh, like so like things- Wi-Fi. Well, sure. Yes. Yeah. I've started following some, um, I have a, well, I don't want to talk about it, but I have, I have a list of people <laughs> that I like to, to follow on Twitter who are really interesting. Yeah. And, uh, one, one of them is a lady who's being controlled by cyberspace voodoo from celebrities. There's another guy that thinks the people at the grocery store are spying on him and sending beams to his head to give him headaches. <laughs> um, when I need to unwind, <clears throat> that's what I do. But like, we do you were, follow the me. Palladian? <coughs> uh huh. Yeah. What? The Palladian what? on Twitter. Palladian is that is that the stuff where no I don't know Palladian there's a uh, there's a, a, a Palladian not Paladin Palladian a Palladian and uh, she is she is channel channeling a, a Palladian uh, who communicates uh, from the wherever the Palladians live I don't know where they live I guess plant Palladia this is I a non-humanish thing uh, a, a what thing non-human thing like what's yeah so so yeah well they apparently they are they're humanoids right um lawful good i i think they are lawful good and they're in a they're benevolent aliens from wherever they are and they uh there's a woman who can channel nordic they're nordic and those are the nordic aliens and they and there's oh it's spelled funny it's spelled pleiades yeah. I, I see. Okay, okay. Sorry, please continue. Yeah, how do you spell it? I'm seeing Pleiades, Pleiades. like P-L-E-I-A-D-E-S. So they probably come from that uh, star cluster. Right. Like the star cluster. It's got middle-aged, uh, hot B-type stars. There you go. Like, like, uh, like uh, you know, Urkel. So anyway, there's a, a constellation woman, of Taurus. There's a woman who, I guess, channels one or some of them and, they, and brings uh, information to... Uh, humanity via from the Palladians via or Pleiadians mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, to brings it to the world through believe it or not it all comes the wisdom of the Pleiadians comes through Twitter now through a is Twitter it, account is it Pleiadians info I got, I would have to look it up I don't I don't know off the top oh, this of my might head. earn a spot this might earn a spot that's what on I'm my thinking list. that's what right that's what I'm saying and and here's the thing if 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 I was a member of an incredibly advanced alien race who was very very serious about wanting to help humanity and get Mm -hmm. these messages of of hope and uh and everything else that they send the way that i would do it from this remote planet is i would find a woman in in uh in the midwest and uh and have her use twitter to to tweet about this this is the way that i would do it if I was this is an similar to a role that John Roderick sees for himself called the Anchorman. Yes. Where he would be the one who interacts with the UFOs and the Greys. <laughs> right. So, so step zero, have a good thought for Earth. Step one, you want to seek out somebody in the Midwest who uses Twitter. Yes. Because that's the, the best uh, your, way to get, first of all, the, the, it's the most believable way that aliens okay. would communicate with humanity. Would you get, be a, over you get a a what they call account. a Pleiadian conduit. Mm-hmm. Somebody who, it's like the John Milton of Pleiades. <laughs> yeah. Somebody who can explain the ways of Pleiadians to man. Yes. Huh. 
I gotta, I gotta. Do you sign think you apply for something like that, or they seek you out to like leave a note in your in your mailbox, or how does that work? Do you think? I think it's like a f- kind of vision, or maybe they DM you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you enter DMs open. A, um, fam, like a, a do you enter a state of mind? Is it, or are you? You know what I mean? Like, how do you? Right. Well, you know, it's probably a lot like that book, The Secret. I mean, you want to, to see things manifest, and if you tell the universe that you're open to being contacted from a star cluster. That's that's a way you're sending out that energy to the universe. Yes, and the universe receives that and then routes it properly. It's like one of those old te- telephone boards with the plugs, <laughs> yeah, and they the and they connect that to the pre- pleiadians, and they say, "I think we got a live one." She's got the Twitter. That's pretty good. But um, the other thing about Florida is, uh, you know, Hakuna Matata. You know, y- you do you. That's what I always say. Sure. Um. The other thing was the getting sick and the allergies. Oh, I had a question for you. Um, have you ever explored the world of vitamin B shots? I, I, have, I, I have. I have never received one, but I know people who get them somewhat regularly and swear by them. And, uh, and, and, and see, it seems to really benefit some people. I think it's definitely a thing. I put something in show notes that I keep meaning to go to. It's mm. not easy to get to in our neighborhood, but... Um, there's this thing called you go to gotvitaminb12.com and it's, <laughs> of it's course, this initiative. <laughs> well, they have what are called happy happy hours where they do little pop ups around uh, the city and around the Bay Area uh-huh. where you can come out and you can get a, a, a B12 shot. And I think I really want to do it. I've I've heard the same. I've heard some people say B12. You could take those like the lozenge ones you put under your tongue. I've taken supposedly, those. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly, it's not as effective as getting an actual shot. Well, and, listen uh, to what Amy says. Amy says I lost seven pounds. I slept better, and I had more energy. Well, did you ever did you ever get to hear what um, what Nancy said? No. What did Nancy say? Nancy said it's a wonderful experience. Great service. Love all the locations nearby. I mean, I don't need NT hair any more than that. Well, is Amy the one that lost seven pounds? Yes, Amy lost seven pounds. That's amazing. And slept better. She slept better. Did she have more energy? She did. Huh. 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 I should check this out. No, this is showing that. a picture of the painted ladies. Is that right? The painted ladies. That's Alamo Square. And, uh... Because that's, that's... If you're in San Francisco, you live in one of those, like, seven houses. <laughs> Right, you live on the we have third a serious one from housing the left, shortage right? here because there's only there's, there's a bunch of buildings downtown that nobody's allowed to live in, and there's seven houses that can hold up to one and a half small families. Well, each. this website seems to only be for variety uh, for a variety of areas in and around San Francisco. This doesn't seem like it's a national thing. Yeah, no, no, no. Do they just come no, and give you a, a shot? Area. Like you, you give it right in your butt or what? I could go wherever they want to give it to me. I'm open. I told the universe, you shoot me wherever you feel like it, buddy. I'm your conduit. <laughs> right. My lady works not far from South Park. I could go there Fridays 3 to 6. Come on, honey. Hop on Muni. We're going to go get shots. Hold on. Let's look hmm. at the FAQs here. Okay. Injections bypass the digestive tract and can cross the blood-brain barrier. As a result, injectable vitamin B12 has a direct route to the cells, or root, as you say, it is readily metabolized, and you will feel the benefits faster. Oh, I want it! I want it so bad. Okay, do you have? Do you have the? Because if you're B12 deficient, you have these, these some of these, or all of these things. I'm, I got all of these. Fatigue. I'm immunologic. I'm vascular. Nerve pain. Gastrointestinal. Oh, like you know I'm musculoskeletal. I got a pinched nerve right now. Shingles and herpes. Genitourinary. That's me. That's me all over. Tremors. <laughs> Cognitive decline. Didn't you? Did you still have that bursitis? No, it's a new one. Oh. It's a new one. I think it's my para... para um, Performance. 
para, I think it's my piriformis. That's in your uh, like. It's in your lower buttocks. upper buttle area. Yeah. It's in your buttocks. But my lady used to have that when she was a running person. <laughs> yes. And apparently, what it does is then it squeezes down on your sciatica. Yes, I've had that, and it's uh, so it's, I can feel it everywhere good. from my lower back down to my ankle. <laughs> Yes, I've, I've had that. I have that. to ask people to pick things up for yes, me. Yes, I've, I've been there. I've been there. It, it hurts more than you would expect. <laughs> no, I, I, it's incredibly painful. For me, it was so. It was worse when I was... Uh, if, I, if I was sitting down, it was fine. If I was laying yeah. down, it was fine. And if I was standing, it was fine. But if going from any one of those positions to any one of the other positions was in, excruciating. I figure it'll go away. Like all these things go away. And so I do find for me anyway, I feel like movement does help. So many of these things are helped by a little bit of motion because I, I, my sense is, and this is just my, I don't know, my broken ass guess is that as with many things that end up involving muscles and whatnot, it's your tensing up around it that causes a lot of the problems. So the compensatory, unintentional compensatory things are what cause you a lot of problems with your back and your yes. musculoskeletal system. You're so right. They could give me, maybe they could give me a B12 right in my piriformis. They could inject it right there. Why not? Put it I right mean, it's there. already sore. Vegetarians, vegans. Uh, have, have you, I have a, I have a, a recommendation, a stretch yes, that yes, you can you do that will, will help with that. If oh, you can, please, please tell me. If you can get into, if does you can. Laying on the, does laying on the ground with an iPad groaning help? <laughs> that, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's called pigeon pose. Pigeon pose. <laughs> pigeon pose. P- pigeon pose. If you can get into pigeon oh. pose, that's a very good stretch Pigeons. for sciatic stuff. Looking at stuff. Oh, oh, king of hip openers. <laughs> that's what I used to call myself. Yeah, king, the sausage king. A lot of, of people hip are openers. saying he's the king of hip openers. Okay, I could do that. Okay, pigeon pose, relieve tension, and stress, and pigeon pose. Okay. Yoga Journal, Yoga Journal, 2008. Get in there. Okay. Learn how to work stiff hips from every angle in pigeon pose. There you pigeon go. Pose. See? Putting it in show notes. Dan, where do people find show notes? Ah, uh, what episode is this? 5x5.tv slash B as in boys, two as in the number, W as in pigeon pose, slash 381. 381. And here's the thing it says, uh, what does it mean to, quote, walk in, unquote? A, quote, walk-in, quote, means we do not take appointments. That's a cue that's FA'd. <laughs> yes. That's what mm-hmm. a, Berlin, a walk-in. A quote-unquote walk-in. Right. Oh. What happens when I arrive at a location? <laughs> Make yourself some hot soup. Get some hot soup. Wrap a towel around your head. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Intake form and waiver. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. So you didn't get those emails, did you? No. I've contacted the guy about it. What? Oh, tell me what this is, because I looked no, at the emails. No, I don't want to shame the guy. I gave, I'm giving the guy a chance. I've contacted him You're on Twitter. You're too nice. <laughs> I was asking about this it's on various- spam. You don't okay. have to be nice to people who spam you. Here's the thing. This is what my friend Max Temping calls call-out culture, and we're not supposed to do this. But I'm not going to name and shame, but I am going to say this. Starting on Friday or Saturday, I got a seemingly typical- email from what appeared to be a listener. And they said, hey, there's this guy who's running for president and he wants to do the basic income thing and he's really cool and you should have him on your show. Signed, name of person 275 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next day I got another email and I look at all the email from people and uh, it was another one that said, hey, 
I just heard this guy on that terrible Sam Harris person's podcast waking up and he's going to do basic income stuff and you know he's really good and you should have him on your show. And I went, ha, huh, is what I did. I went, ha. Huh. And over the past four days, I have received five emails, not 24 hours apart, but once per day. I get an AstroTurf email. <laughs> Having never heard this guy's name before, right. I mean, I think I've heard him before. I think he used to be on the same advertising network I was on. I don't know what he did, but he's running for president. And this is so smart and terrible because basically this is an AstroTurf campaign to make it look like listeners are suggesting this person out of suddenly out of nowhere. Right. Just and, super interested in wanting to hear and it's, from him. It's very, it's, it's very well done and terrible. And I contacted the man on Twitter. You can go to my Twitter to see. And he said, thanks for the heads up. And I said, you betcha. But I said, hey, look. I uh, said, so there's a heads up, there's a super fake astroturfing campaign trying to get you on a podcast I do. It's not a good look, man. Might want to tell your folks this kind of junk tends to receive a hostile response from legit publishers. Now, is that a fair way to put that? Yes. Wasn't that a kind, was a kind way? Yes. Because what I didn't want to do is what people do on Twitter, because Twitter's terrible and people are awful. It's going, meh, you're spamming me, meh, meh, meh. Instead, I want to say, hey, you might not know this is being done in your name, but somebody out there is conducting what is clearly a and, – and this, just so you know, this goes to – I mean chapter and verse. This goes to the email address we had to stop using because people kept sending this, this kind of nonsense. Yeah, they went exactly. to that address, which nobody uses except for spam. Right. And um, they're basically – they're pretty similar, not super similar, but similar enough. The closings always look the same. The names are, it's all like almost all name of person and then a number at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. They arrive almost exactly once per day. I hate to be a pill, but anybody who listens to this program, as we've mentioned, QED, know that we don't have guests on this show and we definitely never have guests on to talk about politics, policy, and their renegade campaign for president. Right. So anyway, it's gross. If you're involved with this person, I'm sure he's a very nice person. Please don't do that. Because we, we will talk about it and make you look really bad. And you'll never even find out. And you'll be like, how do we lose that election? Right. I mean, the election's on the line for this guy right now. It's huge. He's got almost 15,000 followers. <laughs> um, so that's the thing we do. Quit doing that. I'm giving the guy a chance. So if I get more of these, I will name and or shame because it's gross and it needs to stop. But you asked you ask to have it stop? You asked the guy? Well, I said what I said on the Twitter there, which is, and he says, thanks for the heads up. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's it probably his action item for, for the day. It is might to not make be, it I'll stop. say him or her. It might not be him or her. It might be, uh, you know, some dinglings. You know, I just find it very unlikely that this guy's name did not appear in any searches in my Gmail until this weekend, and now it's in there five times. <laughs> you know, maybe he like hired a PR firm. And this is one of the like uh, guerrilla tactics that the PR firm uses to like get his name out there, and he's not really aware of what they're doing. Given the benefit, are you, are you of the familiar doubt. with that term, astroturfing? Uh, it was new to me um, until very recently. I've, uh, but I like I, you pretty much. I think defined it correctly. Well, I mean, the notion is that you can have a get out. So let's say you want to have a get out the vote thing to say like, oh, they're talking about closing this park in our neighborhood. So let's all have a letter writing campaign. <clears throat> to independently go in and say, hey, please save this park. So that's often called a grassroots movement. Right. And so the corollary to a grassroots movement is an astroturf movement, where it's something that's meant to look like grassroots, but is actually being conducted it's from some fake. kind of a central it's place. It's fake. Fake news, yeah. 
heard of this guy? Uh, cheers. Also, uh, there, there's some. I don't want to go too far away from no. the uh, the the B12 thing just yet. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go. They make another mistake here. I just want to circle back to this with you. You're you're on um you're on the um. Like I can't. I have to comment about this. Got I can't. Vitamin B dot com. And you're are you still in there? I can't uh, move. Pa- I can't go past this. It says, do I need to make an appointment to get an injection? No, we do not schedule appointments. Injections are offered on a first-come, first-serve basis. Not, not first-come, first-serve first-serve, first not served. Oh, no, that's not right. That is incorrect. That is so incorrect. It is first-served. Uh, and that's, that's because in, in the sentence... Come, the word come, is mm. uh, is functioning as a past participle. Okay. Like saying um, they are come. So also, also, just so you know, it doesn't really beg the question. It much more likely raises the question. And, and so it's supposed to be first served. I see this all the time. Yeah. First come, first served. First served. Because it's, mm-hmm. that's a shortening of the sentence. The first to come is the first to be served. You wouldn't say the first to come is the first yes. to be served. It's wrong, uh, it's, and I can't. I can't let it go. I'm sorry. These, I can't these are, let it these go. These are medical people. These are medical people. I'm out now. I'd never go to this place. Also, also, double down is a term from blackjack. Please understand what it means. Doubling down has a meaning. It has an actual meaning. When you say that the president is doubling down on his policy, we don't talk about policy, politics, and presidential campaigns, right? Don't don't say that. Don't say double down, and really don't say triple down because triple down is not a thing. I've never heard. You can't of triple, triple down, down in blackjack, so you're double misusing it. Also, on reality shows, when two people are being eliminated, that is not double elimination. That's not what that word means. Stop saying that. <laughs> what is double elimination? Double elimination is when you have to lose twice. When you lose twice, you're out of the competition. That's double elimination. Okay. Like, oh, I don't want to go home this week. It's a double elimination. Double elimination. If I don't get my makeup right, I'm going to be going home. Would you just say it's two two eliminations? Double elimination means they're kicking two people off the show. Yeah. That's what it means on reality shows. But stop saying that. Stop saying that. Words mean things. Damn it, Dan. We got to double down. I don't down ask on for this. that much. But you know, the ones who really should know better is the begs the question people. Oh. Just say raises the question. This raises the question. It doesn't beg the question. Beg the question is like a logical fallacy. That's a different kind of thing. Now, see, now I'm angry. I came in here feeling good and now I'm angry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, we get uh, one or two sponsors this week. We have one, a good, but it's a we real, have one it's a big let's one. Wait. Do, do you want to wait a minute? Yeah, I got we'll a couple wait a minute. Sure. We'll, we'll keep it on the short side? Yeah, let's keep it on the short side. Long as it takes. That's what they said. Somebody said to Abraham Lincoln, you're a tall guy. How, how tall should somebody be? And it said, long enough for his legs to reach the ground, <laughs> which is kind of a cop out. It really begs the question. Did he even understand? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it really begs the question. We got to double Anyway, down. I just want to mention, I, uh, oh, I was, oh, 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 you did. Yeah, I really like it. I really Wish like the it. first episode. I, I like all of the episodes so far. Okay, They're, so you, you've really been watching. Yeah, we're on episode four, I want to say. <gasps> yeah, oh, four so or five. past the thing. Yes, I, I don't like that. I didn't like that either. Because I just I was starting to get into know, that you and love then him. it was gone. I love how like it all weaves together <sighs> and uh, and just, what's your name? Sandra O? Oh, Sandra O? Oh. San- Sandra. So, she's so good and she's always fiddling with her hair. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> and um i haven't uh, uh, i haven't villanelle. seen her How much do you love villanelle villanelle is amazing yeah great actress and you know I, I don't i want to hear what her real accent is in real life if she even has one she's totes english is she really yes can you believe it oh my god that's awesome she has like a like a posh received pronunciation british accent that is so cool 
Yeah, she's, yeah, she's amazing. She's Her she's eyes are just incredible. Good. I'm glad you like when it. When she so dressed up as the, as the guy, as the handler. <laughs> oh, the guy with the beard? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, what's his name? Not Sebastian or <laughs> Const- Constantine? Constantine, I think. Yeah. He's amazing. So you give it your provisional okie doke. Yeah, to I'm loving it so far. If it's if it's if the finale is half as good as uh, the fourth or fifth episode, then yeah, I think it's a really good show. Yeah, so check out Killing Eve. It's on BBC America or the back of a truck near you. So uh, excellent. I'm glad you like it. What was I going to recommend today? I had some short recommendations. Um, All I did was double down tale. on your recommendation, though. So I'm going to triple down on your recommendation. <laughs> Um, I, I go into this in some detail in, in upcoming reconcilable differences, but we ended up watching Isle of Dogs. My daughter, oh, yeah, and me. yeah. Oh, and you I, decided you know, to show it to her because I, I sensed some hesitation. It's well, you sure did. There's a whole lot that I talked about in it, like how did this movie get rehabilitated in my eyes? I'm just here to tell you, I love it. I really, really love it. Now you it may love not it. be any fantastic Mr. Fox, but it's very, very good. We ended up renting it in a hotel room and watching it three times in 24 hours. It's really good. And I just want to say it's out today on the iTunes. You can go get your own copy hmm. of um, Isle of Dogs if you like that Wes Anderson kind of thing. That that's a that that's a character from the movie up in my uh, right Skype icon. Well, I oh okay, I thought that that was mm-hmm. that's Tracy. I, She's from Cincinnati. I do have a recommendation. Yes, you there? Um, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Um, I remembered this movie quite fondly from my childhood. As, a lot of people say it's the best far and away the best uh, of the Star Trek movies. Yeah, it definitely is, but I wasn't sure how it would hold up. And my son, I think I mentioned this the last time we talked, has gotten really into, uh, and, and it's funny that the, the gateway drug for him to get into Star Trek, the original series, was actually lost in space. The, the Netflix show. The, the new Netflix show, because we, we watched that as a family and, and uh, really enjoyed that, wound up watching it like the full thing twice, which says a lot. And, uh, and they really enjoyed it and my kids really enjoyed it. And, um, and so they were, he was kind of curious. He's like, you know, what, what else, what other space shows are there? And I said, well, there was an original lost in space, which he already knew. And I said, but around the same time there was Star Trek and he, I'd shown him Star Trek. He'd seen the new, one of the new Star Trek movies. And I said, but that's all BS. You don't want to be in a world where there's no planet Vulcan. Forget that nonsense. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and let me show you the original. And he really liked the originals. Um, so I so I showed him a whole bunch of the original episodes. Um, you know, we're working through the full catalog. I would say he's seen maybe half. And um, and I said, you know, I said there is a uh, there's a uh, some movies that they did. Mm-hmm. Some of them are actually pretty good, and I think they might hold up. And he said, oh. Well, can we watch one? I said, why don't we watch one, you know, on the plane while we're, uh, while we're flying down to, uh, to Florida. And he said, Oh, I'd love that. So I got Star Trek two wrath of Khan and he loved it. I loved watching it with him. It was great. Is it still good? I thought it was still good. I mean, it's, there are, you know, some of the effects don't hold up, but yeah, it, but it's, it's still a tearjerker, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like you look at it and like, these effects are so bad. I couldn't enjoy the movie. You're like, Oh, right. I, I see. This is an older movie. This is what they could do, but it's all about the story anyway. And, and he loved it. And at the end, I mean, I don't want to spoil the movie for people, but there's uh, an important character. There's a loss is lost. And at the end, you know, I want to say the character's name, but he said, I didn't know that character was going to die. 
I'm like, yeah, we never knew. He's like, what happened? I said, there's a movie after this that answers that question. He's like, we got, you got to get that. I said, no, we're not getting it. We're not watching it. He's like, why? He's like, you can only you can only watch the even number. I s- no, I said, uh, I said, because before we left, you said you wanted to watch Star Trek Two on the way there and Black Panther on the way back. So I I got Black Panther for the way back. He's like, we got to watch Star Trek Three though. We got to watch Star Trek Three. Like, all right, and I will I will not recommend Star Trek Three. I mean, it does answer the question of what happens in Two, but it's mm-hmm. just awful, awful, awful. And the worst part of it is it's got um. It's got Christopher Lloyd. Um, really? Yeah, he's the Klingon, the bad Klingon in it. He's the lead, the Star Klingon Trek leader in it. Three, search for name of character. No kidding. And he's, I've never seen it. He is what a great poster. The, though. Wow, yeah, poster. he is the main bad guy in it, and it's absolutely impossible to take him seriously. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, he's swinging for the fences. Yeah, it was, just, and he like he doesn't. He doesn't, he's like tall and lanky and like doesn't look like a Klingon at all. Um, it's just so bad. And I, and I just can't take him seriously. Every time you feel like Marty, you know, like, or some, or a Roger Rabbit or something, you know, like you can't, right, right, right. he's just too Jimmy Jowski for, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to hear that. But I two showed. was great. I've, and anyone who's remotely into sci-fi, go for it. I showed, um, we finally decided it's time. We've waited too long. It's time. We finally showed our, our kid, uh, Die Hard. And, oh, uh, yes. There's a lot of, a lot well, it's slow just, for no, a long there's like time. One, there's one quick boob, but then a lot of, uh, you know, she didn't like it as well as I expected. I think it was too long for her. She was very familiar with the premise of it from pop culture and especially one episode of Bob's Burgers. So she knew lots of stuff that was coming. She, she realized that it was Snape, but didn't realize it until he started talking. <laughs> Uh, but oh my god, that movie's so good! Oh my god, see, I knew going in, I knew. So forget my kids; she has kids have no taste. But I knew how much I loved this movie, and I loved seeing it in the theater when I was in college. That movie still holds up so well. Does it? That's it's awesome. So I mean, it's totally like a whatever an eighties movie, but it's so good. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho! Come on, that's so good. <laughs> now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> He's reading the sweatshirt. I love that. Oh, it's so good. Uh, what else is I going to say about Star Trek? Is that one with the whales? Yeah, that's um, four, I think. Quest for whales? Yes, the quest for whales is four. That's a silly one, but that, that is actually a really nice aquarium. Five is, get out to the Bay Area. Five the is Monterey unwatchable. Bay aquarium. Unwatchable. Do not watch five. All right. Um, so that's Four all one. good. What else was in recommendations? Um, I love dogs. Who, admin- who administers thing- the injections? Does it say in the, in the cues that are FA'd? Licensed naturopathic doctors, trained naturopathic medical assistants, see, now, see, and registered Dan, Dan, nurses. Adding the word naturopathic before doctor makes me feel like it's not a doctor. What is a naturopathic doctor? What even, what even is a naturopathic doctor? Naturopathic doctors are primary care doctors trained at board-certified four-year graduate schools. Training includes clinical, physical diagnosis, pathology, anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, botanical medicine, homeopathy, mm. clinical nutrition, physical medicine, pharmacology, and more. <laughs> I don't have a problem with any of that stuff. I, I think this doctor thing has gotten very inflated. It's very, very inflated. Now, here's the thing. Think about anything in the world where you put something before doctor and you're running into problems, right? Yeah. So, you know, starting with like foot doctor, 
well, I mean, are you an MD? Are you a podiatrist? Right. You're a muffler doctor. Does that really, do you have an MD <laughs> for mufflers? <laughs> right. You know? Right. Didn't Subway have a, a thing, some kind of doctor that made your sandwich, a sandwich doctor? Oh, sandwich artist. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. I, I like was sandwich something. doctor, though. <laughs> oh, you could totally one-up Subway if you had sandwich doctors. Would they get the little shiny mirror thing on their head? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want quote unquote cheese with that? <laughs> Stat. <laughs> Give me 50 cc's of cheese like food product. Yeah. Um, Dan, uh, before I talk about iOS 12, why don't you tell me about something you like? You know, I, I was thinking about doing this spot uh, as here I am uh, sick. And I was thinking if I had had one of these with me in Florida, maybe I wouldn't be sick at all. Oh, I want one of these things. So bad. I have one. These jackals won't send me one. They're I want a, one. I'm running around with like a sucker with one of these like five year old air filters. Tell, tell the people what you're talking. Hattie about. Hattie says she she just sort of pantomimed to me that no, she is she working tried. very hard to. to these jackals will not send me one, and I want one so bad. So I can tell people how great it is. Tell the people what it is that's saving your nose. And you know, this is the thing. It, a lot of this is molecule is the name of molecule. it. Molecule, and it is a special air purifier. It it's a lot of purifiers. If you're familiar with a regular. Uh, regular, it's just moving air around, Dan. Yeah, it's a fan. It, it's, it's a fan. It's a fan and a filter and a filter. And th- but the, is it actually? But are those actually killing the stuff that's in your air? Is my question. No, I want something that's going to kill it. That's going to like incinerate the living beings in my air. Right. That that's what regular regular ones don't do. That, but the molecule does. They completely reinvented the air purifier. This is not like an improvement on an existing technology. Um, Basically, the guy who invented this was this uh, scientist guy, and his son had asthma. Mm. And he was frustrated by the fact that he would get these HEPA air purifiers, which is what probably most people have right now if they have one at all, and uh, and said, you know what? These aren't helping him. Like, why is it that these aren't helping him? And the, oh, the f- I got a photo for you right here, buddy. Really? Look at that. Look at that. Mold and bacteria uh, I live see, on HEPA filters. They're growing in the filters. They're the growing coming from in inside the, fil- the HEPA filter. <laughs> That's right. You but should you know give what I, them you know that. You know what I really? want give on my air that. purifier? Mold, mold and bacteria. No. Come on in. It becomes like a, 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 a staging area for bacteria to grow. The molecule oh, actually dis- completely destroys indoor air pollutants at a molecular level. It completely removes them from the air you breathe. It does this with something here is called a photoelectrochemical oxidation or PICO nanotechnology so it eliminates allergens mold bacteria viruses airborne chemicals and it can destroy pollutants that are a thousand times smaller than what the hepa filters are capturing and it's Mm. not capturing them it's it's destroying them and uh but it's imagine that imagine if you hired somebody to come to your house and build a build another house the raccoons could live in you don't want to get you want to get rid of the raccoons you don't want to give them a welcoming environment house Bring out a little pie pan full of leftovers. Yes. So this is this is a major innovation. Last time that that they did anything in this was when they came out with the HEPA filter, which is during World War II. And oh. all we've been dealing with since then is just you know be, you know HEPA filters and better looking packages. And this is really different. Uh, and so they did a study of allergy sufferers uh, at the American College of Asthma uh, and al- allergy and immunology. And Molecules Technology proved this huge improvement. It's real. It uh, basically, 
one customer, I'm reading this right here off the, they, you know, they sent me notes to read. One yes. customer even said that she was able to breathe through her nose for the first time in 15 years. Oh, sing it, sister. So the thing, it looks really cool. Um, people have called it like the apple of air purifiers. It, it, in addition to like working really well, and it does work really well. We have this in our like living room at home. Um, mm, rub it in. It, yeah, it's awesome. It is mm. this beautiful, sleek, solid aluminum the whole thing they take a 500 pound block of aluminum i'm speculating and they mm. g- shave hmm. it down so that it's just a, a tube. oh you just keep carving out until you take away everything it's, it's not just, a molecule right and it's just mm-hmm. the tube so it's but like it, da vinci but it is a solid aluminum shell it's beautiful it's streamlined the top part has a, a display on it and you can interact with that. It has like a little digital display that tells you what it's doing and stuff. Or there's also like an, uh, an app for your phone that allows you to customize it and tweak it. And you can have it do things like, like for example, ours is in the room where, um, where we want to watch, uh, TV, uh, pretty much, you know, throughout the, the day and the evening. But there's a little blue light on it. Well, you can like turn the blue light off or you can put it, have it automatically go into night mode where it turns the light off at night if it's like in your bedroom or something like that. Like they've thought of everything. It's very, very, very quiet. And it's constantly checking the quality of the air so that uh, so that if it needs to work harder, it'll work harder to clean the air. You know, like if, if there's some kind of a pollutant or allergen or something that, that, that detects. But for people who have allergies or asthma or anything like that, like you can put this in a room where you sleep and it's just going to pull all of that out. People say, oh, I haven't slept this good in years because like you're not being bothered by all this stuff. And this is the best part of it, that hmm. they have a lot of third-party testing it's not just them who's saying this. They've had third-party laboratories, the University of Minnesota, Particle Calibration Laboratory, University mm. of South well, Florida's uh, Center for Biological Defense. All of this stuff is in there, verified by science, but uh, it's been tested by real people like like me. Maybe this is why I don't get colds. As soon as I left it, I See? got a cold. See? That's how you know it's working. I, I love this thing, and it's so, mm. it is so nice. I feel like, you know, I mean, maybe this is subjective, but when I'm in the room with it, I feel like it's just the air seems cleaner. Is that possible? Oh, that it, it? I don't, I don't know. know. Seems like magic. But it's really great. And uh, where, where do people go if they want to get one of these? You animals? can go to. It's spelled. It has a fun spelling. It's molecule M O L E K U L E. So it's molecule M O L E K U L E. Go to molecule dot com, and you'll enter back to work one word when you check out, and you'll get seventy five dollars off your first order. But now here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want you to go there and think that you're, this is like a hundred dollar item. This is not, this is not something you're going to find like on the Walgreens on your way out after you're buying batteries and a USB cable and a candy uh, like bar. Like on an end cap. No, it's not an end cap. Th- this, this is a very, very nice item. It, it, ours has been running 24 seven since I first got it and no problem whatsoever. It's beautiful. It's this shining silver thing with this little bespoke handle thing on it. This is a really high end. Like I, this is probably the, like the. I need to upgrade everything else in my house to catch up with this mm-hmm. thing. This is really, really nice. Uh, but it really, truly works, and uh, I'm grateful to have it. Molecule.com, M O L E K U L E, and enter uh, the code back to work for seventy five bucks off your first order. Thanks, Molecule. We got to get you. You would really use them because you're just talking before. Of course, about I'd allergies. use one. But you know, I mean, it's no. I mean, you could fine. use it. It would help you with the allergies. I could use it. it would help me. Help me with my bursitis. Oh, yeah, I feel bad you still have that. Just send me one. It's not a big deal. You guys probably have more than a couple. No, I only have the one. No, not you. The oh, jackals. them? Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, but but it's fine. It's fine. I'm not angry. I have a Page bruise two. at the injection site. Is this normal? Mm. Hmm. What do they say? Yes. A small you just bruise. You believe that? Somebody just puts it on a webpage and you believe it? And or soreness at the injection site are completely normal. The bruise should fade as a normal bruise would. The hmm. soreness will go away in one to three days. Let Dr. RN or NMA know about it next time you visit. NMA. NMA. Naturopathic Medical Associate. Ooh, I'm guessing. Just I guessing. Know. I'm going to look that up. I bet you're right. I'm a, I'm a nature doctor. National Medical Association? No. Hmm? No mutants allowed? Okay. Wanted to say uh, iOS 12 uh, beta is now out to the public. So if you want to get onto the public beta of iOS 12, you can do that. Um, Did your phone ever cool down? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I would never want to suggest any way to do this because I don't want to be responsible if something goes wrong. But this is easily the most stable beta I've ever used. The last uh, two or three, whatever we're on right now. I was in the developer beta and um, it's really good. It's so good. So many great little improvements. Um, the Memojis. Oh, I should send you a Memoji. They're adorable. Yeah, send me one. Okay, I'll do one in a second. But um, I wanted to mention, so an article in particular I thought was good about this. Um, Federico Vitici has an article on Mac Stories, uh, our favorite tidbits and hidden features. They added a new thing that I'm so excited about. Oh, um, I, saw, I saw you tweeting about this or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is part of my, one of, I have several projects I'm working on for the summer. And one of my less important summer projects is to start using the 3D Touch for editing more on iPhone because it's so great and I, I know it's there. I know to use it but I haven't gotten great, great, great so you, What, what do you mean by it when you say that? What does that mean? When you're on a uh, 3D touch capable iPhone and you're in a field or a text area, let's say. So that could be the location bar in Safari. The best use for this for me is in something like drafts uh, where I'm typing along and I want to select some text. Uh, all you have to do is long press on the keyboard of your iPhone and it turns into a trackpad. And you start moving the cursor around to wherever you want to go. And it's almost impossible to describe this except to show someone how to do this. But so with it, so you're, you're pushing down kind of, kind of hard and you're moving the cursor around and you stop wherever you want to start selecting and you press just a little bit harder and it grabs that word that you're focal in and you can then drag up or down to select large amounts of stuff. Are you trying this on your phone right now? Yes. Have you ever done it before? It's pretty cool. Yeah, I do. But it's one of those things I always kind of forget is is it's a huge time saver and the truth is like i i i've always wondered if there could ever be something like that on ipad the way you do it on ipad right now is you just drag two fingers across the keyboard and it turns into a touchpad but it does require you to do a kind of unnatural motion given how you're holding the ipad now all you have to do in 12 is do a long press on the space key and it turns into a track yeah that's pretty cool that's so clever. That's so smart. And they've done a lot of stuff. Like they're starting to really, um, a lot of it is just improvements, which is fine with me. The Siri stuff is neat. The Siri, like being able to have Siri shortcuts is cool. The app for that is not out, but you can go in and see things it suggests to you. That's all cool. That's going to be amazing once the shortcuts app comes out and you can make your own from scratch. But there's all kinds of great things. Like they've, um, they've con- sort of consolidated what swipes mean on between like iPhone 10 and iPad, it's gotten way better. So now you can uh, swipe up from the bottom um, to get the, um, like you don't have to really use the home key at all for stuff. So like swiping up gives you the little cards. You can then dismiss by swiping again. Control panel or control center now comes down from the top, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, so more consistency really, between the, the gestures on an iPad and uh, yeah, an iPhone, right? The only thing that's driving me bananas, I saw Gruber mention this and I hadn't been afflicted by it, but now I'm so afflicted. They've swapped on the iPad. They've swapped where the emoji keyboard and the special characters keyboard are. The buttons have been swapped and now I'm forever hitting the wrong button and going oh, to emojis. I wonder why they made that change. I don't know. They must have their reasons, and I'll probably get used to it, but it's pretty frustrating right now. Um, but uh, we shall see. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that. So it's out if you, if you feel like um, – and you know, the tricky thing about this particular beta is one of the most desirable things to people is Memojis, which for whatever reason – I don't know if this is a technical reason. People like Syracuse suspect it might not be a business reason, but you can only do Memojis on an iPhone X. So uh, there aren't that many of us out there that have a bunch of iPhone X sitting around that aren't our primary phone. Right, and they're so willing to under- run a beta on Yeah, it. right. So I've got, I've got 12 running on everything now. I'm not recommending this, but I've got it running on everything, and it's going great. Do you want me to send you a Memoji? Yes, please. So Memoji is a new thing inside, alongside the existing Animojis. They've added a few new Animojis, but I think one of the features mo- people are most excited about is Memojis, where you can now make a, uh, an Animoji that theoretically looks like you. So you want me to do that for you? Yeah. Have you already made it or you can make it now? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've already, we've made several. My daughter's made a ton. It's kind of a bit bitmoji in a way. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty cute, though, and they're, they're genderless. Okay, here we go. I'm going to make you one. Hello, Dan. This is my emoji. <laughs> I have a tongue. Okay. Sending. <laughs> And so how does this show up for me here? Will I see it on my computer? Do I have to look on the I phone? I think iOS turns almost everything into a movie. Ah, you can actually copy and paste it. You should have it now. I'm waiting. It's uh, not here yet. It's exciting. Sending, 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 sending. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, hold on. Let me play it. Hello, Dad. Oh, that's cool. Emoji. <laughs> I have a tongue. That's really good. Hold on, I gotta watch I that. It, I gotta watch that again. Hold on. It looks pretty, Hello, pretty close to me. Now, the hair moved around. I, yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed by this, and in a way that is embarrassing. the The hair moves around as you move your little head around. I'm just kind of going through it. I notice there's subtle, like eye movements and things like yeah, that. Yeah, there's something like. 40 plus there's a whole bunch of different things here let me do one. here's one my daughter made it's really horrible That's really good man and so it's you me. i'm a cool guy wow wow ah, i'm a cool guy ah. <laughs> so you can make make multiples of oh mimo- so, so you don't just have one emojis. you can you can make as many as you want she made one of tracy oh, hello wait. i oh. am tracy okay so i'm tracy from the hit film i love dogs hello all right. So this one is wearing a <laughs> horrific. This one is is red. He looks like a, a red wh- SoundCloud rapper. Right, and he's got a monocle and a white hat. Let me see him move. This is me. I'm a cool guy. Wow, wow. Ah, I'm a cool guy. Ah. That's really good. Mhm. I'm going to send you a Tracy. Hold on, look at this. I am Tracy from the hit film I Love Dogs. Hello. No, I haven't seen the movie, but I recognize this character. Uh, yeah, also seen from, in the trailers. Yeah. Oh God, did you see? I know what I was going to say. Did you see? How Gremlins easy 2? is it to to make one of these things? Very easy. There's not a surpassing number of options uh, at this point. There are not tons and tons of options, but there's enough that you can get something that approximates how you look. 
Well, I had the last episode we had talked about me going and picking up a um Oh yeah. Uh, a, a new phone, but I didn't want to do it right before the trip and then I went on the trip and then I said, "Well, I'll do it right when I get back." And now I'm sick, so I'm cuz you don't want to go time. and get a new iPhone when you're sick, do you? Oh, it's a great time. You you could uh yeah, just uh, yeah, get one now. Have it sent to your house. They'll do that. Yeah. Postmates will do it here. Bloody Postmates yeah. will uh, bring you a phone. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say? You were going to say... Did you see Incredibles 2? Not yet. No, because okay. I heard about the uh, the strobe. Oh, no. There's a lot of strobe. I don't want migraines. Yeah. They warn you. They had a sign on the door, and there's a sign before the movie starts, but there's a lot of strobes. My understanding, without spoiling anything since I haven't seen the movie, is that the one of the villains or the villain uses a strobe or something a weapon that is yeah, a strobe yeah it's like basically yeah he uses screens but i'm just here to tell you the uh the short is very good oh yeah it's very weird and very good and it made my daughter cry in a movie for the third time in her whole life oh man it was really good it's really weird and really good uh, first uh i believe the first solo female directed pixar short oh very cool yeah yeah, 2018. We're going going places. Yeah, we are. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to close these. I don't want to look at my face anymore. I like that. Um, let's now, see. Now, you can use that Memoji thing when you're FaceTiming with someone. You put it over your own head, right? Oh, yeah. It's real upsetting. <laughs> Have you, you done want. it? I did it to my daughter. I put it on the Instagram. I totally freaked her out. <laughs> uh, no, I got too much garbage in here. I can't take my photo. Um, so anyway, there's that. Um, some projects... New kind of spam. Dan's cold. Yeah. New way to clean iron pans. Got some. Uh, got a few listener uh, questions. We're gonna keep this one uh, tight and bright, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I could save some of this other stuff. Well, you know, I thought you this know, is, if you this got is a weird something one. that's that's burning a hole in your pocket, you gotta, you know. No, no, no. I just they had the usual like difficult questions to answer uh, from listeners. Um. Let's see what's a really good one. Some of these are sad. Um, I touched the wheels of uh, of the space shuttle Atlantis. Ooh. The tires. Were you instantly healed? Uh, no, no. Apparently, they were at one time filled with nitrogen. Ooh, because they go from like below forty degrees to like three hundred degrees or something in like thirty seconds when they're in the landing process. So they got to stay cool. You want to be cool. And the space shuttle's going at like 17, when it was up there, 17,000 miles an hour or something? No, you can't do that. That's too fast. That's how fast it goes. I don't think it can go. It it goes from Australia to here, Mm -hmm. or Florida, rather, Mm -hmm. um, because they don't attempt no landing. It's more than halfway around the Earth in 30 minutes. It goes in like 30, 45 minutes. All right. Okay. And that's it slowing down. All right. There's a lot of stuff in space that we don't understand. Well, tell me about it. Uh, I, one thing I added to notes, so I'll just mention this quick because this is really dumb and totally apropos of nothing, but I bought something on a whim that was awesome. Mm. Do you ever use a cast iron pan when you're cooking? Yes. Like, I ruin so many cast iron pans because apparently I don't know how to do cast iron pans. I try to be really good about it for like the first month. I'm really good about it. You season it. And then it I forget about right? it and it gets rusty and then I feel like an animal. Look at the thing I added in notes. All right. This thing is so baller. It's, this is an unpaid, uh, uncompensated thing. I just want to suggest that if you Shame have iron pans, that, it's called the ringer. 
And it's basically this rectangle of chain mail that you use to clean a cast iron pan, and it works so well. You just, after it's cooled off and it's just like safe enough to touch, you get very, some hot water in there, you scrub this thing around, and it takes off your junk without taking off the seasoning. And you don't use soap. Isn't that smart? You yeah, love things like this. I do. I'm loving reading about it. And it worked really well. I feel like a pro already. It does look like chain mail. It is. It's chain mail, basically. When you buy the ringer, you aren't going to be left with some flimsy hand crimp chain mail made overseas, which will pull apart nope. and end up scratching your skillet with a rough ring edge. <laughs> Most competing products are manufactured in China, leaving you with a low-quality scraper. We Jeez, searched worldwide to find the best quality around, and we found it here in North America. Yeah. Problem is you want to buy another one an hour later. Um, <laughs> that's the ringer. It's available on Amazon.com. I can, uh, I can endorse that. Let's do uh, let's do one um, one listener question. And I'll get the hell out of here. All right. Um, let's see. How hard a question do you want? The hardest. This is one involving cancer. Maybe the second I think hardest. You want... Okay, that's what she said. Um, this one's about money, and that makes me sad. <clears throat> listener, uh, listener name withheld. Three difficult questions this week, plus several endorsements for a presidential candidate. Uh, listener name withheld. My girlfriend and I work in the same building. She works in a law firm, and I'm a product manager for a software company. This isn't important, except that I'm not a photographer. Oh, uh, yes, this email. I have a camera, and I like taking pictures, but I'm not a photographer. A few months ago, I took some headshots for two new employees at the law firm as a favor to my girlfriend and her boss. Since then, there's been a lot of change in personnel. The firm needs a couple new headshots and a group photo. Unfortunately, word got out that I'd taken the most recent set of headshots. I'm mentally inserting the parenthetical for free, and now I'm their guy. But I don't want to be their guy. Being their guy requires several hours of scheduling, taking pictures, retaking pictures, and retouching pictures while carefully tiptoeing through a minefield of body image concerns. I don't want this job, even if the term the firm offers to pay for it. It isn't clear whether they expect this for free. How do I tell them that photography is a real service so that they should pay a real photographer to perform? Sincerely, last uh, listener name withheld. Mm-hmm. I thought this was interesting because I think it's got a lot of angles to it. It seems pretty simple, but I think it's not. What, I mean, do, do you have a thought? Uh, well, I'd like to hear what you think about it. I remember this email when it came in, and I thought it was funny that the listener keeps saying, I'm not a photographer, I'm not a photographer, when, I mean, you are as you do, right? Like, if you're, if mm-hmm. you, if you're holding a camera and taking pictures, guess what? You're a photographer, uh, and, and obviously they're a good enough photographer that the photos that they took were good enough for the company that's, to that's want to use. The, that's actually a tertiary using. angle that I think is super interesting. I mean, the primary thing I'm reading between the lines here, um, admittedly, but why is this difficult for the question asker? It seems to be because it's where his girlfriend works in his building. Right? Right. Where, where my, where my family sleeps, where my children play with their toys. <laughs> in my house. <laughs> <laughs> stupid so stupid now you gotta go watch it now you gotta go watch it uh i mean is that fair to read between the lines like why is this difficult why can't you just say no sorry uh it was okay that one time but this isn't like a thing that i do regularly right do you get the feeling that that's part of the pull yeah is that it's because his girlfriend works there and secondarily they're in the same building i'm not sure why that matters but does that, does that make sense? Yeah, because I think I think somehow 
he wants uh, to keep that separate, right? Like he wants. I mean, because it seems be- like the simple answer would be uh, no. Or thanks for thanks for the offer, but I'm pretty busy with my uh, product managing. Right, this is just something I do uh, for fun sometimes, and um, and I you know I'm sorry to let you guys down, but I just I don't think I can do it and do it over email, and you're like you're out. But I think there's well, a concern that well, let now the girlfriend will be like look bad, like what you, you know your boyfriend doesn't want to do, well, that, do okay, our so stuff that anymore. To me, exactly, that to me ends up being not only uh, the obvious answer, but a, a good answer, which is like, why don't you talk to your, ask your lady friend how she feels about it? Because I bet she doesn't care, right? I, I bet, but why don't you ask her? See, I mean, unless there's something I'm really missing that's really super duper between the, the letters. Right. Like, why don't you ask her if it would, if there's any reason she would have for you not to say no? Because that seems like the answer. Another very interesting answer as you say, would be, well, what if you were the photographer? I mean, that's kind of an interesting idea. What if you offered them what you would consider a retail price to take care of this? And if the answer is, oh my God, no, I don't want all this hassle again, then why don't, I would just most definitely say no. Right. If you're worried about having to be the psychiatrist talking through people's body issues and retouching them, like that's, <laughs> and really be careful before you retouch somebody. Make sure you have their express condition. Um, so I don't know, uh, but it's, I thought it was an interesting question. I, my, some of my favorite questions are the ones where I feel like there's some significant fact or POV that's not stated in the text. You know what I mean? So what do you say? You say, you say, just tell them no. I mean, I don't get the big, I mean, I'm obviously I'm, I'm being insensitive and, and not understanding anything that they wrote in about. But I mean, for me, it's like, you don't want to do it. You don't have to do it. You know, like, 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 okay. So I'm, I'm, I develop software, right? Um, but I primarily do it for, at this point in my career, I do it primarily for the business that I run. Like it's, it's my stuff. And if somebody came to me and said, Hey Dan, I was wondering, would you mind, like, we have this project we want you to code and like, we'll pay a lot of money to do it. I'd no, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I appreciate the offer. Thank you. I'm flattered that you would consider me, uh, for the project, but no, I'm, I'm busy with this other stuff that I'm doing right now. And you know, that's, that's not something that I would like to do right now. Uh, but but thank you. And then, well, you wrote us you wrote us some code for us five years ago, so you're not going to do it now. It's, no, and that's not I right think now. that gets to something where why this is this is why, different? That's my question. Well, this is I think why it doesn't seem as difficult to you or me. I suspect. Yeah. And this is something we we talked about a lot in the earlier days of the show. But we talked about that whole problem of like what are the trade offs you're willing to accept to get expertise? Like when you're starting out, right? Like I realize that we're not talking about that expressly, but if you have decided to go into a field, whether that's um, uh, product management, was it product? Product management or development. Or, or for that matter, photography is a really good example. You have to think about like, well, you know you need a foot in the door. You accept that you may not be able to charge what people who are in high demand charge. But it's sort of that rich man challenge, right? You know, like if you had to start all over today, knowing what you know now, what would you do differently? Right. And the thing I feel like, I know I feel like I've arrived at, I mean, I'm so fortunate that I don't do freelance work anymore because I was terrible at it. I don't like talking about money. I hate all that stuff. But I do like, I I feel like I did reach a point where I realized that you have a, you have a little voice or you have a little system of flags that are trying to tell you something. And, and when you don't have a lot of experience, you are frequently wrong. You're frequently misre- – you could be misreading things. You could be thinking you're better at something than you are. You may be thinking that you're, you have more expertise and value than you do. But when it comes to client work, like if you have trouble 
Let's put it this way. If you have trouble talking to a client when things are going well, imagine what it's going to be like when you have to talk to them when things aren't going well. Do you know what I mean? I do. So like if you're having trouble arriving even in the same as I like to say, like one or two orders of magnitude in terms of budget, if they won't give you a budget or if they do give you a budget and it's one to two orders of magnitude out of what you think is reasonable, right. that's good to know. Yeah. That to me is like, that's one of the great you know rules of thumb. Or so are you, are you saying like price it at what you would want to get to actually do it? You, well, know you know what I'm saying? The, like, the, big, the, big message, the big message is if this is something you don't want to do, identify why it is that you're having trouble just saying no right. and address that. Mm-hmm. So if it's, if it's the girlfriend part, your, your, your partner friend, then talk to your partner friend about it. Um, it, but it sounds like maybe he feels some kind of tickle, like, you know, so like he, now he's trapped. He's in that trap that we've all gotten into, which is like, okay, you did this free for me one time, or you did this for nickels for me one time. And now I think that that's the standard and I can now ask you to do tons more work. That's the irony right? is it always starts out as here's just this little thing we need. Can you do that for us? And you say, sure. Happy to do that as a favor. And then suddenly that favor becomes like what this costs. And now you're the dick. Because you're the one who has to say, well, actually, it's not. This would be a lot of work. And, you know, that, that's one reason to not so, – again, now I'm, I'm just full of wisdom now that I don't need it. But, like, only ever give discounts to longtime customers. Do not give dis- discounts to new customers. I mean, that's not true when you're in the customer acquisition mode. Like, if you have a service, you, it makes sense to have, like, a free period and stuff like that. But I would never have my first – transaction with any client be at a discounted rate because it just sets a bad precedent for both of you. It sets an incorrect precedent. It's not just that they're being cheap or you're being greedy or whatever. It's that you've, you've now established what the standard is, what normal is. So even if you're charging, if you charge them, they, you know, if it was free before you charge them a nickel now, like that seems really usurious to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely do. And I love your advice to not you know, not offering a discount to a new customer, but a lot of people will not only offer a discount, but they'll do it for free to get the business, especially if right. they're or like, do it on spec. Right. Know? And I, I definitely got the impression that he wasn't entering into this as a business venture or anything. He was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take some photos. Sure. Yeah. Here, here. Yeah. I got a camera. I'll, like, I'll do it. Also, everything changes. As soon as you charge, so much changes. The expectations go through the roof. You right. know, I used, I used to see this all the time on stuff like Mac Update or any of those various sites out there where there'd be a class of app. This is not as common today as it used to be, but there'd be a class of app out there that you could get as free as shareware. You know, sometimes th- think about image editors. There are image editors that were free. Mm-hmm. There were image editors that were shareware. And there were image editors that were very much retail packages like Photoshop that have, were three-figure purchases right. that you had to make. But the, the funny part was you would see something that was free versus something that was donationware or first something like with a uh, nagware, like unlock for a dollar or something like that. The ratings would always be so much lower because you've had to pay something and now your expectation has gone through the roof. You know what right, I mean? Right. Even if it's a dollar or five dollars, like absolutely it, it better absolutely. work now. So listener name withheld, I would say if this is something you do not want to do, or let me put it this way. If you feel like this is not an interest that you want to pursue, I would say you don't owe them anything. You could just say, I appreciate the offer, but you know, that's not really a thing that I am doing. Um, if, as I'm suspecting, you've got a tickle of some interest in this, this could be a, this could be kind of an interesting first project, a very perilous first project to charge for. But if you don't want to charge for it, then I would just say, no, I, I can't do it. The most important thing in some ways is that you and your partner feel good about how it went. If you feel if there's some, if your red flag system 
title, is telling you that there's something that could cause friction for your partner, then I would just have that conversation. And I think you can get out of it scot-free. I, I totally think that, that that would be my only concern uh, about it would just be like, I don't want to screw things up for the for the partner girlfriend. I, that well, would be the but only the, thing. The corollary is this could go a million times worse. If you say, okay, I'll do it for, I don't know, $500. Right. Which to them now seems like this, it was free before and now it's $500. Expectations go through the roof. It's cutting into your time. And then that makes your partner look real bad because she brought in this dingling who's overcharging them for this thing that any kid would do for free. My nephew could have done this. Right. Let your nephew do it then. Have your nephew do it. That's what I would say. 51-year-old me is so smart. If that didn't answer your question, uh, if you're not satisfied with your care, please follow up. And we'll get to these harder ones next time. Maybe get a B12 injection. Ugh. Maybe that's what he needs. Maybe he's trying to think about, like, I'm too tired to do it. He needs B12. That's his problem. That's his problem. He doesn't want to say no. He needs a B12 injection in in his piriformis. Okay, I'm going to put the FAQs directly into here. Um, And then one one last time, Dan, where do people uh, find show notes for this episode? 5by5.tv slash B2W slash 381. That's it. That's the whole thing. It's all in there. You can find stuff about B12 injections, opening your hip with the pigeon pose, pigeon pose, pigeon Are you going to get a B12 injection, yes or no? Yeah, yeah. I just need to find a convenient time and place to do it. You can learn about astroturfing. You can learn about the Ringer original stainless steel cast iron pan. Because now later. I want one. Mm-hmm. Make sure you want to use a pan. Well, it's good for sous vide. You cook it in the water. No, I'm talking stuff. about the injection. I want the injection, too. I have a, a um, cast iron. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I need have an you injection. had it for a while? Yeah. I feel like I buy a new one every year because I ruin them so bad. The one that we got, I would get the like regular cast iron pans, and then I found one that has like an enamel coating on the bottom of it. Ooh, so it doesn't get rusty. Yeah, that, and that that one seems to have lasted a lot longer. Mm. Have you ever well, done the IV vi- vitamins? Like where they do mm, an IV and they do a slow drip of vitamins no. in you? No, I avoid healthcare practitioners. Do you think the B12 will be too energizing? I knew someone that used to take it, and she said that it would energize her, and then she'd be like, oh, uh, I want that. I want that. Yeah. What if you can't sleep, oh, though, because of it? I need to sleep. <clears throat> you need a different, need a different injection for that. You get um, one injection to wake up, one injection to sleep. So what? One goes east, one goes west. <laughs> Okay, well, that's going to button it up for uh, episode 381 right. of your Back to Work program. You all good? Are you going to feel better? Yeah, I'm feeling better by the minute. On the minute. Strong like bull. <laughs> okay, let's button this up. I love you. I love you too, Run a Man. <laughs>